Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Dwight Beal, and I am here once again with Beth Snope. And it is Wednesday, December 8. So, Beth, you told us a little bit about your family and your work already, and your, a little bit of your Jesus story. Yes. Um, can you tell us the story behind how you first came to Victory Point, and maybe why you decided to make Victory Point, at least for this season of your life, your home church? Part of it had to do with you doing music and you asking Bruce for help with mm-hmm. sound, um, and so at that point, everybody was getting older and we weren't necessarily going to church as a family, mm. kids in college and, you know, just mm. separate schedules and that kind of thing. So it ended up being Bruce doing sound and then Ian and I would come and join. Mm-hmm. And then at some point after that, you asked me to sing and then you had Ian play drums. I don't remember exactly the timeline of all of those things, but all right. of that ended up working into that. And then during all the COVID stuff, we had a number of gifts given to us from uh, one of the missional communities. Hmm. Is that the right term? And then um, also just sort of the help budget. We had just a lot of crazy stuff going on in our house with appliances dying and the septic getting weird. And so, yeah, some VP people showed up. Absolutely. So it's just been a very, it's been a nice time of feeling like people are paying attention and helping. So that's mm. been that's been very comforting. So, that's awesome. I yeah. love hearing those stories. Yeah, it makes me. I don't know if proud is the right word, but it makes me feel good about being part of the body of Christ and yeah. and the family that we have at VP. And I think they are sensitive to when there are needs yeah. around. Yeah, and not afraid to ask because the one, the one missional community that reached out. I don't know if I'm supposed to say names, but the person who reached out to me didn't actually reach out for many months after she had sort of been like initially she heard just something that was going on. Mm. And she reached out months later Mm. and she said, I don't want this to be weird, but and I was like, no, I'm so I'm so impressed that you remember what I said and that you offered the fact that it was months later. That doesn't that doesn't make me remember what you said in one of our outdoor (laughs) services. Right. Yeah, because somebody had asked, has anybody basically seen God show up? Yes. You know, in this last week. And um, twice in that same week, different people had just randomly offered us food, which is not something that usually happens to us. And with yep. so many in the household, we go through food. And Yep. And I made a deal with you, I remember, in the parking lot. You did. I said, if you share how God showed up for you, then I'll share a story too. And you're like, okay. <laughs> that is right. We were sitting out there. And so I got up there and I said some stuff and then... Yeah, and then months later, the woman called me and she said, "Is you know, can we bless you? Is there anything we can do?" And I was mm. like, "Yes, actually, that would be lovely. <laughs> what do you want to do?" <laughs> and they ended up, um, they ended up fixing. We had a window um, in one of our bedrooms with a huge crack in it, mm. and they came and they brought us a new window and took out the old one and installed the new window and they gave us a dishwasher because in our family of seven, we were out of a dishwasher for six months, oh my gosh. which is not impossible, but it was definitely not an easy right. 
an easy thing. And what a huge blessing that has been, both of those. And they came and they did them both right before Christmas last year. And it's, it was, it was a huge blessing that came out of nowhere. So it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's jump into today's passage. It's in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verses 4 to 7. So why don't you take us there, Beth? Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. A lot of people I know have memorized this passage. And for good reason, right? Yeah. These are such great and powerful words. What jumps out to you here? I almost feel like it's a book rather than a paragraph. Because I feel like there's so... I mean, rejoice in the Lord always. Let your gentleness be evident. Don't be anxious. The peace of God, which passes, like it's everything. It's just rich with so much. In one paragraph. paragraph. So it's kind of like easy but impossible. Yeah. So let's start with the easy and the impossible of rejoice in the Lord always. (laughs) I will say it again, rejoice. Right. How does that hit you? I don't rejoice always. I know that there are plenty of times I'm just... I'm feeling unhappy about something, and I mm-hmm. just want to continue to feel that way for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn it into a, wow, God, you are giving me an opportunity. Here. <laughs> I don't want to feel to that. that. Right. <laughs> I don't want that opportunity. I want to sleep in, or I want my workday to be easier, or I want money to feel easier, or the weather to cooperate, or something. Mm-hmm. I, I am not good. But the fact that it says, I will say it again. Rejoice. This is obviously important. This is obviously something we need. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sound like a casual suggestion to me. No. It's got an exclamation point at the end. So it's <laughs> it's definitely an intense thing. And the line that follows, let your gentleness be evident to all. It almost seems like a peculiar little addition that's just right there. Right. What do you make of that? There are moments... When I feel like that's an easy one to pull off, and then there are moments where that feels like the most difficult thing in the world. Um, because gentleness, it's sort of like when they say, you know, God's still quiet voice. Mm. I don't want to be calm enough to hear that sometimes. Sometimes mm. I want something louder at me. And sometimes if my gentleness is the thing that needs to be evident to all, that means I need to be well in the fruits of the Spirit and well controlled and well well, and gentleness is one of the fruits of it the is. Spirit. It is. There's some song that the kids learned preschool, uh, Bible school, VBS, something. And that's how I can remember what it was. What, which lists the fruits of the Spirit? Yeah. Or? Okay. But they did them in order. And I don't know uh-huh. if it's actually the order that, it's probably the order that yeah. they're in the scripture. Mm-hmm. But every time I go through, I'm like, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And then there's one more tagline that I always forget. But as long as I can remember the fruits of the Spirit. Right. But that's how it's I can remember. a great way to remember. Yeah. So, um, but that's a tough one because you have to be... It has to be not about you. You have to be not center stage. It's right. it's being gentle, and that's and in today's not day and age, easy. social media culture, gentleness is not on display. Right, a whole lot. Right, 
There are moments of it, but those are the the few and far between. Mm-hmm. Those aren't really what you see most of the time. Right. I like how you describe this paragraph as a whole book. <laughs> Talk about the do not be anxious about anything. I don't know how you don't be anxious about anything. As a human, I don't know how to do that. I know we should. It's kind of like the trust and don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to, but I sort of trust and I'm also afraid. Mm. It, it's it's hard not to be in control of things. It's hard not to worry about things. I feel like he gives us a pattern or a pathway. You know, after he says, you know, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, he lists a few things right here by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, and presenting all your requests to God. Like if we can pray and present like our grocery list to God, like these are the things on my mind today, but do that also with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. If we can kind of present the list while having a thankful heart at the same time, I wonder if that helps to diminish our anxiety. Yeah. And then he describes something very supernatural, I think. He says, once you do that, the peace of God, which transcends all of our, your understanding, guards our hearts and our minds. And I love how he includes both. Like to me, our, our hearts is our feelings. Mm-hmm. And our minds is just just our mm-hmm. thoughts that just go a million miles an hour all the time. The peace of God can actually guard both of those areas. The prayer and petition sounds interesting because my brain goes to, well, a petition. You take it around. You get people to sign it. Oh, and yeah. Then, um, Isabel has a story. Isabel or Annie had a story of a girl that's in college with them. And she has a scar from cancer. And when they were asking her about it, she had been struggling with it for quite a while. And she was doing a blog about what was going on with her, just closed, like for her family, for her immediate people to read. And they got to the point where it was pretty serious and they didn't think she was going to make it. And one night something happened and the blog went public. Hmm. And almost immediately, she felt something physical, and they contacted the doctor. And it was like when it went public, almost like a petition, so many people saw it, so many people prayed, and it was her miraculous healing, and she's fine. And I've never met this girl. I've only heard the story from my daughters. Yeah. But to me, that's, that's almost what that is. A petition is not one person. Interesting. A petition is you get a whole bunch of people and you're all looking for the that same is such goal. such a powerful picture. Yeah. So, you know, it's like you need the signatures. You know, in order for a petition to go somewhere, you need, I don't know, 1,000, 25,000. Well, depending on what it is and how far it's going to go. Yep. But the yeah. more names you have on this petition for God, yeah. you know, he tells us to get people to pray with us. He tells us not to do these things by ourselves. Right. Reminds me of so. our, our friend Court Langland who's been in, I don't know if you know, but on the Insula text yeah, string, yep. there's been a petition, okay. you know, that our court is a friend of Bruce's and mine, well, and Beth's. Yeah. Uh, you, were, you sang in Rock Vespers, yeah. too. He was our guitar player for years. And, yeah. and his you, wife teaches at the elementary school where my kids went. Okay. So. Yep. Court was the rock star that all the girls screamed at, and <laughs> he was just a good-looking, super-duper talented just great guy, still is a great guy, but he has had a rough, rough go yeah. with COVID. And uh, yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, his wife just kind of put out a petition. Yeah. I need the prayers of Court's community. Yeah. And he just came home. 
Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So he's he's not out of the woods. Right. Yeah. He's got a journey ahead of him, but he was well enough to come home. So good. I praise God for that. Good. How would you turn this passage into a blessing to speak over our listeners today? I mean, you could just <laughs> read parts of it, but yeah. Um, well, I would say the Lord is near. Hmm. He doesn't talk about singing in this one, but he does talk about rejoice in him, which mm-hmm. we can do by singing, but we need to be doing it. Whatever rejoicing looks like to us, we need to be doing it because he is near. Hmm. And that the peace of God, which is something that we don't understand, we need that to protect our hearts and our minds. We can wind ourselves up and and run ourselves ragged, and he's asking us not to do that. So friends, listeners, don't be anxious about anything today, but uh, bring your prayers and your petitions before him, and you will experience his peace. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.